time for some overlooked stocks. George, tell us as the movers that you missed in today's action. He joins us from Salt Lake with the company that has been on here before. Spirit Aerosystems, George, is on your list today, a provider uh, to uh, big companies like Boeing, right? Yeah, yeah, Spirit Aerosystems, OJ, it's the primary developer uh, or fuselage manufacturer. It's based out of Kansas for the 737 MAX for Boeing. In fact, Boeing, overall, it's, uh, it's jet footprint. Uh, Spirit Aerosystems uh, is basically their largest customer, or Boeing is, 80% of their revenue. They also have 15% with Airbus and, of course, 5% with other private jet manufacturers. But this is certainly a Boeing-centric uh, business. And about 50% of their business comes from the 737 MAX. So uh, it is an interesting uh, company. It is uh, have, it has fallen by the wayside, along with Boeing, not just because of the pandemic, because Boeing's woes go, be, go back before the pandemic because of the 737 MAX issues. Uh, but it is a stock that is uh, still down over the last three years, but up over 100% in the, uh, the last year alone. And it's getting some traction today. There was actually a call by Bernstein on both companies, both Boeing and Spirit Aerosystems. Now, focusing on Spirit Aerosystems, uh, they've got a price target now at 66 from 53, and they raised their estimates to an outperform. And they actually see domestic travel demand uh, as stronger. They see the worst as behind companies like Spirit and, of course, Boeing. And the other thing is, is uh, there's also uh, test flights going on for possible recertification of the 737 MAX in China. So overall, it's a story based on recovery, considering the fact that the company is still losing money. Uh, it lost, uh, in terms of profit margins, it was down about 13% last quarter, despite the fact that, that last quarter sales were up 50, 55% year over year. But again, that's compared to the previous quarter during the pandemic, which effectively sales uh, were at a halt. Hmm. So uh, when you look at them next to the overall airline trend they're bouncing at the same time here the last couple of weeks but uh it does stand out because the actual carriers have kind of plateaued and the stocks have not done great in this period of market weakness they have outperformed yeah. but they're still getting dragged in general georgia is there it sounds like maybe there's specifically some things that are happening here that uh, can allow this trade, the stock, to kind of get out from maybe the overall sector pull based on travel numbers and all that stuff? Yeah. Well, yeah, so the travel numbers, of course, are going to be beneficial. A couple things to note, you know, during the pandemic, airline orders were basically uh, canceled. And I don't think the number of aircraft has increased to, to even meet the pre-pandemic levels. Right now, airlines have cut routes, they're increasing prices, and they're becoming more profitable as a result of not selling as many uh, flights or carrying as many passengers. They're basically uh, raising prices to offset the fact that there's lower volume. And so that risk has been shifted to, of course, manufacturers like Boeing and, and of course, Spirit, which is a primary maker of fuselages and other electronic equipment for the, uh, the aircraft, uh, commercial aircraft business. So I think going forward, uh, considering now if travel demand does continue at a steady pace, air, air, uh, uh, aircraft or airliners are going to probably place some, some new orders. And that's where you'll see some lagging benefits to companies like Boeing and I think from, from the standpoint of Spirit as well. And maybe this is what Bernstein is looking at. I also looked at you know the, uh, the free cash flow. I can't look at the profitability because profitability is still negative, but it's improving. But again, it's still negative. But it looks like maybe free cash flow is going to turn a quarter next quarter. 
because it's still uh, negative uh, as of last quarter's report, but it's trending in the right direction. So what I actually see is, is looking at the gross margins, the it seems to be like they're working off inventory and they're discounting hmm. their equipment significantly. That's to good. Move it off their books. Uh, and I think that's, yeah, and I think that's a good thing. And so price is leading first, but I also see the financials uh, catching up to where the price is moving. So I'm not saying it's going to be a, you know, a parabolic winner from here, but I think it's an interesting call from Bernstein uh, to note that these manufacturers, particularly those that are sensitive to major uh, companies like Airbus and Boeing, uh, are, are, are in a turnaround situation, and I think that is the case. Okay, $66 price target. That would be a nice bounce if this analyst is right. Heading to the inflection point for global travel, according to the analyst, Douglas Harned, uh, finally heading to the inflection point. All right, Spirit Aerosystems trying to break away from the pack here. George, let's go over to another aviation themed stock go 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 easy ticker and man easy trade apparently george just uh, really exploding higher today uh what's going on or well yesterday well yeah so this is an interesting company oj it is in the in the air airplane space but in fact uh, for people who have flown they've probably seen the logo go go or maybe even use our service right. which is essentially the company is now the wor world's largest provider of communication Services yeah, Wi-Fi on the plane. In, uh, in, 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 yeah, exactly. U.S.-based in-flight cellular and data connectivity. It's basically wireless uh, wireless data in the cabin, broadband. And so really interesting turnaround story for this one. Now, uh, one thing to note, the stock was up a lot yesterday. A couple, another thing is that the stock is at a new 52-week high, but it's also a new five-year high. So these are important inflection points to, to denote as well. Yesterday, the company uh, announced they uh, essentially are boosting their long-term financial forecast, not only for revenue, but also for free cash flow. Their top-line sales growth expectations now through 2025 compounded annually uh, was 10%, is now 15%, but they're also denoting free cash flow projections to 2023 at around $100 million, up to $200 million to 2025. Now. Looking at the last four quarters, it's burned about 64 million in cash. So what we're seeing is improving top line sales and improving uh, profitability profile conditions, especially free cash flow. The company's expected to be profitable next quarter. Now, long story short, what has happened with uh, GoGo is really a transition. It streamlined its business during COVID. It paid down debt. It, it spun off a division that was not profitable. It is now becoming the leader in the air-to-ground internet service. What I mean by this is, is that air-to-ground communications, even though it's further away from the plane than maybe a satellite, it has less latency. And so satellite communications was really where GoGo started, and it's moving away from that. And in fact, that is more costly, and it has higher latency. And now they're becoming a leader in the ground to air-to-ground service, which again, as I mentioned, is, is, is gaining traction by aircraft, uh, uh, you know, commercial aircraft companies because of the fact that its service is a lot faster. Uh, it's got 23% installed base in the United States, which means the total addressable market is still enormous. Hmm. Compared to that to 2018, it was around 17%. And the other thing is, is 5G rollout. Uh, during the pandemic and through the beginning of next year, they're going to be deploying their new uh, 5G equipment because they not only provide services, but also sell equipment. And what I mean by when they finish the installation in 2022, they're going to be adding 
you know, on a per unit basis, new services or new equipment, but the CapEx to, of course, you know, uh, uh, invent that equipment, test it, right. and so forth, will already be spent. And I think that's where they're getting that free cash flow projection, which is pretty, pretty remarkable. So they've done the work, uh, now they reap the reward. Exactly. That that's exactly right. More sales, okay. better service, larger market share, higher barriers to entry, and of course the rewards to that capex. And, and all these things are putting sort of a puzzle together for a stock that should be at a new high and 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 could potentially go higher from here. Okay. All right, uh, George. Interesting. Nice uh, look here at uh, the uh, aviation trades of the day. Hey, real quick, sixty seconds, GT. Uh, Curtis Wright, CW is an industrial stock that you found that's oh, yeah. about to fight for a new record. Give us the 60-second take. Yeah, got so excited with Gogo, almost forgot Curtis Wright, OJ. <laughs> so, yeah, so Curtis Wright is, is basically a specialty industrial machine company, uh, basically control sy- systems and weapon systems. Uh, it serves oh. the naval... Uh, building uh, business, high-tech warfare, clean energy. It did get an upgrade from Bear today to an outperform from neutral price target rate, price price target rating higher to 157 for 134. But they recently secured a contract from Raytheon uh, for next generation special mission process equipment, all the way from from uh, from next year to 2032 for 10 years. So that's uh, why we have an upgrade in the stock. It's up about 34% this year. Doesn't have too much exposure to the aviation or aerospace business where Lockheed Martin is still struggling. And I think that has to do a little bit with Boeing and their defense systems. Uh, but uh, but Curtis Wright has been locked in with the rest of the defense mm. sector uh, ETF, even of course, larger companies like General Dynamics. So I think overall, uh, if you're looking for defense, which is 50% of their sales, okay. as well as other industrial and clean energy equipment, this is a name to certainly look at. Hey, I got a list of about 30 different thematic ETFs that I track, and ITA, that one you've got right there, was one of three up today. So a defensive trade and a defense stock, apparently. George, thanks, we gotta run. Appreciate it, G-Team. Nice work, our contributor here with the movers that you missed in today's session.